0: Uno, dos, <laughs> Trace. All
1: right, sister sister. Sister. here we
0: are. Back to Scissors and Scrubs. Summer series. Final installment of. It's very sad. It is, it is because it's a gorgeous summer night out mm-hmm. that we've been sitting on the deck, enjoying the evening. Procrastinating. Long before we recorded, <laughs> which means things might get a little ugly. Cause Not we, good. We might have had a few summer drinks before mm-hmm. we started. Mm-hmm. I've moved on to water because I have to drive, but regardless, it's gotten a little ugly. <laughs> So this is our last installment of this world-renowned summer series. Yes. And trust me, you have anything you want to add for next summer? Because I'm already thinking ahead of next summer. Really? Yes, because okay. I hate the winter so much. You just have to. I'm already fast-forwarding yeah. through October, right straight to next June. <laughs> Let me know what you want to bring us Okay. On. So our last installment of our summer series is National Parks. Mm-hmm. We're hopping in the RV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done Starting that bad boy up. <laughs> yeah. We're going cross country. Mm -hmm. We're hitting Denali, Mm -hmm. Yellowstone,
1: Grand Canyon. Lake
0: Mead. Lake Mead, Lake Powell. What else we got? What's
1: the one with the Y that I'm doing?
0: Yosemite. Yosemite. Yellowstone. (laughs) We are driving cross country to the national parks today. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to tell you about the national parks? Death. And dismemberment.
1: (laughs) Our favorite things to talk about. (laughs) What else can we talk about?
0: I'll tell you. I was doing Yellowstone. Given myself the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I can't believe I took my kids there. I, I'm reading these. And I'm like, I went there. Like, yeah, I went I there and I did I can't believe I took my kids to yeah. these places. Okay. So, mm. I'm going to give you a little history on our national yes, parks. Yes, please. Every year, mm-hmm. more than 315 million people visit America's 419 national parks, lakeshores, monuments, historic sites, and seashores. Did you know that? No. I didn't think you did. And every year, it is estimated six people die (laughs) each week. Each week? Each week, amounting to 312 deaths per year. Each week? That's a lot. That's
1: like one day
0: a week someone's dying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Between March and April of 2019, four people died just in the Grand Canyon, which is one of the deadliest parks in the country. It's one of them. It's one of them. Mm -hmm. Most common types of national park accidents. Car accidents. uh Uh-huh. Falls. Yep. Drownings. Yep. Wildlife attacks. Ooh. You know how I love my wildlife mm-hmm. attacks. Getting lost. Well, doesn't take much to get no. lost. Hmm. Murders and homicides. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell did I write there? <laughs> Murders and homicides. Suicides. Mm-hmm. Like the Blue Ridge Parkway Ooh. and the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Very great place to commit suicide. Yeah. Don't do it, please. Uh, the High suicide rate. Mm-hmm. Natural disasters. Burns and thermal accidents, which I will cover.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Boats and rafting accidents, which I will cover. Uh huh. <laughs> and climbing accidents,
1: which I will which we'll both cover. cover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, which park should go first? Do you want to start? You want to kick Do us off? You want me to start with the deadliest park? Oh, I America? like to go. I like to go lightest to heaviest. But oh. if you want to go deadliest, no, to lightest, I don't care. I went matter. lightest to heaviest, so I finished with the deadliest. Hmm. <laughs> I had like the top three deadliest. Yes, you did. Yeah, so. Yes. you did. Why don't you start with number three? Shit, I don't remember which one number. Or number four. I don't
1: Okay, let's do the Grand Teton National Park. Okay, so the R V has pulled up.
0: Where is Great Teton? Idaho. Wyoming. We've pulled into Wyoming. Mm-hmm. We're in a nice R V park. Mm-hmm. The gorgeous Tetons are in the background. Beautiful Tetons. It's gorgeous. Please look up the pictures. The Tetons are beautiful. I've never been to the Tetons. I've been to to many national
1: parks. I've never never been been to the the Tetons Tetons either. I hear they're amazing. They're, the pictures of them are gorgeous. I would love to go. Mm -hmm. Wyoming, um, Montana, like that's the part of the country I haven't been to. It's amazing. And I would love to go because it's beautiful. I hear you. All right. Grand Teton National Park. It is in Wyoming, like we just said. Mm -hmm. 3.3 million visitors annually. There's 310,000 acres of lush valley floors, lush. mountain meadows, alpine lakes, and rising peaks of the Teton Range. I love how they make it sound so scenic. So beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Mountain Calm, meadows.
1: Calm, peaceful. Mm. Death In, lurking behind. Yeah. In the summer, the Tetons have bison, elk, huh. moose, bears, and bighorn sheep that you can look at.
0: Who doesn't love a good
1: bison? Right. There's 230 miles of hiking trails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hike all of them. And many mountain peaks to climb. Dot, dot, dot. And Climbing fall accidents. from. <laughs> <laughs> I got all this information from traveling, TravelWyoming.com, RockAndIce.com, CBSNews.com, NationalParksTraveler.org, I would I hit so many websites I can't even name them. It isn't on. So just know I hit the the internet for our research.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, like I said, the Grand Teton has all these mountain, gorgeous, lush meadows. It's a mountain range, Mm -hmm. so people go there to to climb. climb. So most of the deaths there are climbing climbing accidents. accidents. So I have a bunch of accidents that oh! happened at the Grand Tetons. And, good, because I'll follow it up um, with some climbing There axes. were 59 deaths there from 2006 to
0: 2016. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And
1: they're pretty much all
0: climbing accidents. I mean, that's 10 years. 59 people died in 10 years. Right. So it's like pretty much six a year. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you get the math that quick because I'm like... Mm-hmm. I'm real good with the math. I'm counting toes. <laughs> so I
1: don't I'm real, even good <laughs> real good with the
0: Google. Real good with
1: the Google. So I'm gonna start with just random, random mishaps. I like, mishaps out I like random shit. Okay, um, so a misstep or perhaps equipment failure sent a climber three hundred feet to his death at Grand Teton National Park. Oh, three hundred feet. Um, and you know, on
0: that first misstep, you're like, "Shit, I'm dead." The second your
1: foot starts to slip, it must be like, "It's, it's done." done. Yeah, it's done. So. Two hikers contacted the Teton Interagency Dispatch Center via 911 um, at about 10.30 p.m. on a Sunday night. They were exiting the Cascade Canyon just after sunset when they saw a light from a headlamp and heard calls for help. Oh, that's never good. Yeah. So they don't know what's happening. They just see there's a light, there's something wrong, someone's yelling. So two ranges respond by foot. Um, The ranges had limited verbal contact with the stranded climber that these two guys had seen and learned that she was uninjured and she was able to spend the night at her location.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Alone. Nope, 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 nope,
1: nope. Based on this information and the darkness that was ensuing because these guys didn't even hear this till after sunset, the stranded climber remained at her location for the night and the rangers returned to the valley. I think I would cry. I'd yeah. be crying myself to sleep that yeah. night. I can't even fathom knowing mm. there's people down there and knowing I'm up and somewhere. the coming to get me till the and sun comes we'll up. We'll
0: see you in the morning. I I some can't. weird creatures across
1: oh, all those cliffs. I cannot yep. imagine. Nope. All those wildlife that I just oh, mentioned. Oh, yep. So then a second team of two ranges responded early Monday morning and they begin to climb at first light. Sun comes up, they're climbing. Once the ranges um, get to the stranded climber, they learn that she had had a climbing partner. And he had fallen the previous day while repelling down the wall that they had been... Why does anybody do... It? I don't understand why they do this stuff. I, I mean, I know it's a sport. And I love sports. You
0: know I, I love know, sports. No, I don't.
1: The thought of... I can't. It's too, why? It's too dangerous. It, like, why would you do that? Yeah. There's nothing fun about that. It's only danger. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. The rangers scan the terrain below and they locate the body. <gasps> Of the deceased climber. So she sat up on that clip all night knowing he died. Pretty much. I mean, maybe you're wishing, like, okay, I'm here. Maybe he's alive down there and just can't respond. So they... You know
0: she only did all this to impress him.
1: Oh, yeah, she was definitely just going along. <laughs> so then they assist the stranded climber down the wall and back to, like, the rescue place the that body. they go to. And then a third team of three rangers go out and recover the body of the deceased. Um, The three rangers climb one pitch and located the deceased in, like, a gully of the guide's wall. It's, like, a wall there that they call the guide's wall. And after assessing the condition of the deceased, um, they start a preliminary investigation. Like, they must have to check out what's around the body and everything. He died from sudden impact. Yeah. I think that's pretty They prepare the body, and a helicopter comes up, grabs him with the body bag, and takes him out. Wow. Um, the individuals, these two people, were capable climbers that had done it before. They had all the appropriate equipment.
0: What happened? They had
1: all the gear. He fell. It just, something breaks, something not loosens. Ugh. They just fall. They knew what they would do. It wasn't like they weren't an experienced mm-hmm. and just went out there. They knew what they were doing, and this guy still died. She lived. She survived. She was fine. Then I have. She lived. She
0: was fine. She, she died, fine, but she was fine.
1: But imagine staying up there all night, knowing I, I knowing what happened. No. So then, um, there's this other man. This article, I found this whole article. It was very sad. Um, <laughs> this man, Gary Fark, was 42. He was an exum mountain guide. So he Almost. went up and took people up, like if if like slightly inexperienced climbers wanted to go climb so in the Tetons, he would take them up, show them how to do it, mm-hmm. make sure they got up there and got down safely. He fell to his death while guiding four clients on Wyoming's Grand Teton. Um, the wife says, like when our first child was born, he was three weeks old, we were out camping. Like he outdoors was like how he lived. I it's don't
0: just, understand I don't either. those people on any level. But I probably couldn't level.
1: live in Wyoming. But so why would you I can't. He I just can't. he loved the outdoors, he loved to climb, he loved all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was his life. This is what he did for a job, he did it with his family. Um, and everybody that worked with him said safety was like of the utmost one? importance to him. Like he was a safety nut, made sure everything was fine. Like was, if you wanted to climb with somebody, you were climbing with this guy. Um, so he brings up this crew on Saturday, July 23rd. They're preparing to, at a repel station. Um, they're at the summit. They're going to rappel down. This guy, Falk, leaned away from the, his anger while trying to free a, uh, a wedged repel device. So a repel device that someone had already used to go down was stuck in like a crevice of a rock. He leans to get the repel device out. His knot loosens. He falls.
0: Can you imagine watching that?
1: No, you're with him. Can you him. imagine being that and seeing that? He's your guide. He's there. To tell you how to do it. And this poor guy just died. And he's, he's not like it's, he's not reckless. He's not, he's doing everything he's supposed to do. And he still falls. So the device, um, so his anchor, they think the tide loop of his webbing somehow failed, which he checks and checks. They said he's completely like, he's very, very safe. He fell 2,400 (gasps) feet. Yes. There was nothing left to him at the other end. I, um. That's a pancake. Yeah. 2,400 feet. I just can't even, I, the thought of it makes me nauseous. Oh. So I would never
0: be anywhere where I could even fall uh, 2,400 feet.
1: Well, we've been places like that. We just don't think about it. So he. I
0: don't even like to be in the second story of
1: my house. No. So his clients are still up there. Watching. He falls 2,000 feet. So they can't even see him anymore. So some other guide from that company takes his clients down. Um, and they notify whoever that he just fell. They recover his body that morning. Um, he was, they just keep saying he was a diligent guy. He was the consummate professional. Like he never did anything for sure. Shit it was happens. just a terrible accident. Um, there's pictures of his family that like break out. Like he has this like, like yeah. little boy, like a three year old and a nine month old. He throughout his career. He worked for this. Place and he worked in the Tetons, and he worked like in ski mountains in the winter. Um, he had guided high altitude volcanoes in Mexico and Ecuador. He skied several peaks, including I'm not going to say these right. Chimborazo, which is <laughs> twenty thousand feet, he skied them. Skied it, yes. Like he's unbelievable. I'm not going to say this right, Cotopaxi, which is 19,000 feet, um, Kayambi, which is 18,000 feet. He completed the Grand Traverse, which is the 10 Teton Peaks, in half a day. He traversed 10 Teton Peaks in half a day. They made a 14-hour ascent to the the nose of Al Capitan in Yosemite, which is huge. Mm-hmm. He was like a crazy, crazy climber, T- tons of experience, and this, man, like, one little... Mistake. Freak mistake yep. and just took his life. It was like a shock to the whole yeah, climbing you know, community. You, that, that's your thing. That's what happens, right? It was just. It's just so sad and scary. Um. And then there was a one more story.
0: Oh, no, I have a
1: couple more. So
0: the Tetons. Yeah, the They're Tetons. Really rough.
1: They were all climbing accidents, but so this accident that I'm going to tell you now is then. Then I found a an article from one of the rangers that helped find these people. Ooh. And I thought it was, I'll tell you. Now. All right. So, <laughs> um, so, um, they, there was an accident that occurred on a Saturday morning on the 12,300 foot. I'm not going to say this right either. Team one it mountain in the Teton range. There were two people that died. A twenty-seven-year-old Tyler Strandberg and a 28-year-old Catherine Nix, both of Jackson, Wyoming. So they're from that area. I and mean, a lot of people from that area mm-hmm. go and hike these places. Mm-hmm. Their bodies were recovered from a rocky ledge at an elevation of about eleven thousand feet. A third member of the climbing party was twenty six year old Rebecca Anderson of Jackson. She was rescued unhurt from a different ledge, a small ledge by herself. Anderson had made several attempts to call down to, like, her friends. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? Never got a response. Ever. Um, Because they were dead. Yeah. They were attempting to ascend the east face of the mountain and were well off the route that everybody should go on. So those two women died, and the third was fine. So then I found this other article, and it's called um, Life, Death, and PTSD as a Ranger in the Tetons. Oh, my God. He literally describes... He doesn't use their names in this article, but it's definitely this Group. incident. And he says, like, um, one Saturday morning they get a call, there were screams heard in this area of T1 T1 it. Um, the twelve thousand foot peak in the Tetons. Um they will so they were sent in looking for women. A woman who had wandered very far off the route was lo- st- stranded on her a ledge that was very, very small. It's August 22nd, 2015. So they had planned, these three women had planned to just run up. They were going for a run, like up this mountain. They had done it before. They knew it. um, And they knew with an early start, like with all the light of day, and like they were in shape and they knew they could go up without any, right, um, like climbing gear. Um, they were all experienced hikers through the Tetons. They were from this area. Um, but anyways, something happened. There were screams heard from this area. So they sent out by helicopter, these two Rangers who, this is their job. They go out into these mountains Mm -hmm. when people are stuck or hurt or whatever. So, um, they take a helicopter out there and they get to the first ledge where these two women are. They see them. They see their injuries. They're they know. non-viable. They keep going because they know there's a third woman. Um, So they begin climbing up to this woman. They can't understand where she is because they're like, they we're so far off the path that normal, that People you would, would normally go. take. They just got lost. They took a wrong turn and they got lost. So they can't find it. So they're yelling to her like, hey, throw a rock so we can see where you're coming from. So she throws a rock down. It's like 50 feet off from where they are. They move, they go up, they go above her they repelled down to her she's just saying where are my friends um she was fine where are my friends where are my friends and they didn't answer he said he just hooked her up to like the harnesses and Call everything and and just said i the only things i said to her was i'm hooking you up i'm putting this around you we're going down you know whatever so they get to a spot for a helicopter to take them out and they helicopter her out um she and the, he kept saying like the fact that the helicopter pilots like, they dropped the line for them to hook up to. And it's like a, it's called um, God Ring. Mm-hmm. The clip that they hook from their thing to the line on the helicopter is called the God Ring. And he said, they're coming. The helicopter's there. And they're like, okay, we're here. And he's like, okay. And he, God love them. Because I can't tell you what the distance is from my couch to no, that I'm, couch. I'm not good with that shit. And he's like, okay, you're 50 feet up. You're 5 And then the chopper goes, okay. And then he starts dropping. And he's like, okay, 4-0, 3 2-0, o one o. You're like eye level. Like he's like, how a helicopter can drop that much, like you know, so yeah. slowly and so accurately. He's like, it's just unreal. But anyways, they hook her up. They get up. They take her out. Mm-mm. Um, she said within seconds they're moving east, fifty miles an hour, dangling from the helicopter, five thousand nope. feet above. Nope. No. Um. So they set them down. Um, where the rescue area is. Um. And then they go to get the friends who are making that flight in body bags now. Mm-hmm. Um, and all this girl kept saying, "Again, uh, where are my friends? Where are my friends? Where are my friends?" And he said he couldn't even say it to her. He just kept he just looked at her and I shook just his head. Them. Yeah. Um. So the she says like the survivor says when they they left they got up early it was a beautiful day they start climbing. Um, and then very, they realized they weren't on the route and they started to get nervous, which is a problem when you start to get nervous. So they felt unsafe. She said, she sat down to like, okay, take a breather. Let's Let's look where where we we are. are. One of them was like 10 feet away and she tried to climb up over a small ledge to see, like to see if she could see where they were. And she fell. And the other girl went to grab her and and fell with her. Oh. So they both fell. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, and he says, he when he went home, he was thinking of that, like he said, all I can still imagine are the two screams. Like them just screaming on the way down. And he said, and all I can see is the sobbing woman knowing her friends are dead. Right. Um, and he said that evening he went back to like their rescue base and he was sitting there with a glass of whiskey and blah 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 and he had this book in his hand. It's a climber's guide to, a climber's guide to Teton Range. And it goes overall, like, what the range is like, what you should mm-hmm. watch for, blah, 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 It's, like, from, like, the early 1900s, like, the first climbers that are out there. He says another walk, uh, another ranger walks in and goes, are you fucked up? And he said, it's not... He, was, he wasn't asking me because I was drinking. He was asking me, am I it, fucked yeah. up from this experience? And he said, no more than usual, but I need to talk. And he said, they he the other guy that had come in had recovered bodies as well so he said of course let's talk like whatever and he said he had read this book that it's what it what it is like to go to war and it's from a marine in vietnam that wrote this book and he said like the minister or whoever was always like do you need to talk do you need to talk blah 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 and he said no one ever went to the minister you went to your comrades or your brothers that had she seen the same do. thing just like and that's we- why I thought this struck us like that's why it struck me this article because I was like this is exactly like nursing like you see these awful things we have
0: that whole um, employee services if you see something bad but we just go to each
1: other. You go to each other. You're and different. that's what he said. He goes, I went to this guy, I talked to him, he didn't say a word, he sat there and listened to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know. You know, like, and it was just, it just felt good knowing that this guy knew yeah. what that's I why had gone all, through.
0: we're all bond
1: yep. on that shift because and, we see some terrible shit. Yeah, And you should And he said, like, talk to people. You always should talk to people that have had similar experiences. You can talk till you're blue in the face to your husband, or your, No, it's not the same. Whoever. Your friend, that doesn't work. But you need to talk to people. And my husband will get mad when I'm
0: like, you don't understand. And he'll be like, what do you mean I don't understand? I'm like, you don't understand. No, you you have not seen it. You haven't been. Right. You have wrapped bodies with me. He hasn't. Right. Like,
1: it's just not the same. Right. So they said... um. He's, I liked what he said. He said in the Tetons at the end of a rescue or body, body recovery, we'd often wander over to the porch at a, the large cabin in the meadow. We'd look past one another, tell a joke about death, look up at the mountain, listen to the creek and the wind through the leaves, and sometimes we'd tell stories, but what was important was that each of us had been there. We all, in another way, had blood on our hands, and we had all shared the same experiences. While others often well, always offered. We didn't need the chaplain. We needed each other. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was very It is nursing-like. It is very nursing-like because we have some rough nights. Right. You we see terrible, nights. terrible things. You need each other. Yeah. So. And there's always that morbid sense of humor going on. You have to laugh. You yeah. have to
0: tell a terrible joke yep. and, get and through it. you just kind of laugh through it and try mm-hmm. to get through it because then you got to go home and pretend like nothing happened right
1: so that's the grand tetons The Grand tetons. please be careful if you're <laughs> I mean, like don't go if you're inexperienced you
0: know people go to these parks and i don't think they realize no. how dangerous these parks can be these it's raw nature raw
1: Yep. raw and these are very that man was a guide who had done it all a his million. life a million well, times
0: you've seen into thin air
1: Mm-hmm. Which is about um, Everest. Mm-hmm. We should do
0: an episode on that. Yeah, and he was an experienced guy mm-hmm. trying to help people out, and he died. Mm-hmm. And that oh my god, uh, that story still haunts me. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of into thin air, I'm going with Denali National Park and okay. Reserve. I don't know, know anything about Denali. Well, it's located in Alaska. Okay. I've been there. Okay. It is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's six million acres of Alaska's interior wilderness. Ooh. Uh, the centerpiece is Denali, which is also known as Mount McKinley, even though he had never been there. Oh. Yep. Okay. It's a 20,310 foot uh, peak, North, mm-hmm. Americans, North America's tallest peak. Okay. The terrain is tundra, spruce forest, and glaciers, as they like to say in England, or we say here glaciers. Yeah, we kill it. Um, it has wildlife like grizzlies, wolves, caribou, moose. And Dolly sheep, which are those weird little sheep that hang on the side of a mountain. They're white. They got the big horns. Oh, yes, the curled And They're horns. literally like if you watch cartoons, they're on the top yes, of the mountain. Yes. Yep. Okay. The most deaths at Denali National Park are related to trying to summit Denali itself. Oh. In 2019, 26 year old Evan Millsap of Fairbanks was killed. He and his friend, mm-hmm were rappelling down a rock face. The anchor system he set up failed, and he fell 70 feet to his death. Mm -hmm. I just can't imagine the feeling of being like, shit. Your last words are like, shit. It literally, that has to be the last thing. Like, fuck. (coughs) And your friend watches you go, shee, down to your death. May of 2017, a young climber falls into a crevasse. (gasps) I would shit my pants. Yes. Um, more climbing to the top of Denali. He suffers a back injury, but he survived. Huh. Mine aren't as dramatic because I just kind of like read them off. Yeah. Because I knew this was going to be a long episode because we go through a lot. Most part. of mine I just read off. Yep. But I
1: loved that, guys. I just That's thought a it was so close to, a good one. to nursing. Uh June 4th,
0: 2017. Another young man falls 60 feet into a crevasse. Oh, God. I don't want to fall into a crevasse. I can't even. He is... I don't want to ever. Fall. Can you imagine the feeling of something no. like? No, and this guy is like he's like wedged. Oh no! Into and that's this what I mean. Like you can't move. You just he's stop. so wedged into the crevasse that they have the crevasse to, the crevasse that they have to keep removing articles of clothing to kind of lift him out because he's jammed. Mm-hmm. And thank God he is jammed because these these things can be
1: hundreds yeah, like of feet a, deep. Yeah.
0: So, no, no. He no, also no. suffers back injuries after many hours oh. of rescue because they like, they'd remove a backpack to help him breathe. Then they'd remove this to help him because he's like jammed in there. I'd be petrified though. Can you imagine everything coming mm-hmm. off thinking, Mm-mm. what if I slip in yep. What if I slip And imagine the position you must be in, jammed in there. No, I can't. Yep, yeah. no. Your legs and arms above you. Yeah, head like, or something. or like no. your knees are in your face. Oh, no, yeah. I can't. No. Nope. Jeez. June 16th, the climber dies from a hell. So this reminded me of that into thin air in Everest. He is, he's got high altitude pulmonary edema. (gasps) Now, if you have watched the movie Into Thin Air, Mm -hmm. one of the climbers, this guy, he had tried to climb to the top of Everest. This was his second attempt. The guide felt bad for him, was going to do it. It turns into a shit show. He starts with this high altitude pulmonary edema and he gets cerebral swelling (sighs) while he's coming down. And this is the same thing. He had summited, now he's coming down. So he starts the climb with his friends, but he declined going to the summit because he doesn't feel right. Okay. When So his friends are like, okay, hang here. We'll go to the summit. Mm. When his friends come back after reaching the summit, he's now becoming, he can't walk. All of a sudden he's like, I can't walk. He's becoming confused. Uh-huh. The late signs of hyper, um, nope. What am I trying to think? I'm totally blanking on the word when you freeze to death. Hyperthermia. Hyperthermia. He starts removing his clothes. Oh yeah. Same thing it hot. happens. Yeah. He's getting hot. He's removing yeah. his This is like you're going to die from right. hypothermia. So he starts taking off his clothes. Um and he's which is characteristic of hypothermia and he starts becoming like, unresponsive. Ugh. During the resp uh the rescue, he goes into cardiac arrest. Done. Done. Ugh. Naked and done. Ugh.
1: The worst kind of done. I'm like, I'm just telling like, so
0: so when you're watching this movie into in thin air, they're sitting and they're, they're huddling on the top of this, they're in like a little cave on yeah. the top of the mountain. He starts ripping his clothes off. No, Shoo, not Off the mountain he goes. I just, that whole book, story, everything, horrifying. Yeah. If you ever get the chance to read it, unbelievable story. Then August of 2012, you have Richard White. Mm-hmm. He's a 49 year old from San Diego. He's in Denali. He's married. He has a 21-month-old 20 month daughter. Mm-hmm. He was an avid hiker, and he loved to travel alone. Mm-hmm. Mistake number one. Mm-hmm. And he had traveled to Dalai before, and he had taken a bear safety. You know I love bears. You do love the bears. He had taken a bear safety course before he had gone. And it's mandatory for all backcountry people to take this bear really? safety. Yep. Wow. So he takes it. So in August of two thousand four, White's out hiking. He comes across a six hundred pound grizzly, mm-hmm. which in the grizzly family is tiny.
1: It's too big for me.
0: huh. <laughs> his camera, his camera, oh. shows that for eight minutes, he observed the bear unnoticed. So the bear's over there. Hump, hump. Yeah, and he's just and he's sitting. like click 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 taking pictures of the bear. Oh God! Yep. <laughs> Last picture. Shows the forty the bear 40 <laughs> yards away looking right at him. Oh. He's mauled and killed. It's oh. the first grizzly attack and death in the park in its 90-year history. Oh, my God. Yeah. But he's a dumbass. He I should mean, nap- leave.
1: Yes. Quietly you back a grizzly, up. You see grizzly,
0: ass and elbows yeah. the other way. Yeah. You don't go and take eight minutes pitches, worth of pictures. No. Okay. He was ten times closer to the bear than he should have been. Ugh. So, I want... Wonder- that must have covered that 40-yard, yeah. like that there was one i was watching um it was one of those shows and i think it might have been at yellowstone this guy's taking a picture and it's like this grizzly bears on the top of like a mountain mm-hmm. and he's at the bottom of the mountain and he's clicking it's got cups and it's coming down and he's got all these pictures as it's coming down the mountain and the last picture is it looking right out that Done. feeling of the Done. eyes
1: like look at Mill.
0: No, So I've been to Denali National Park mm-hmm. It is gorgeous We took an 8 hour bus ride
1: That seems like yeah. an awfully long time it, it, it
0: was an awful long bus ride mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Alaska was the most beautiful place I've ever been in my life I want to go It's well, un- It's Maine mm-hmm. on crack yeah. Bald eagles, moose in the parking lot Bears, goats like those weird little white goats <laughs> that li- like they hang on the edge of a cliff and they're like, you know, they just hang mm-hmm. out. Um, the wildlife is insane. The scenery is beautiful. The glacier, it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. There is death in every, every step. <laughs> Love you, Alaska. Couldn't live there. No. Couldn't live there. No. My funniest Alaska story is they tell you like, there's all these men up in Alaska. The odds are good, but the goods are odd. That's the best thing, <laughs> right? So my girlfriend, I went up with two girlfriends and we're going into a bar and we had these fake like bubba teeth. That's what they called them at the time. You know, like they made your teeth look real bad. So we're all wearing these bubba teeth. We think we're so funny. And my girlfriend walks in and this particular girlfriend is a germaphobe. Mm -hmm. Like she's very like, she doesn't like people touching her. She doesn't want you near her. You're walking to the spa, and this guy looks at her with those bubba teeth, and he's like, baby, you look good. And he literally starts, he bends her over and makes out with her. (laughs) And she was like, oh Oh my god, oh my god. I couldn't, I'm like, of all people, to have a random stranger jam his tongue down her throat. With the gross teeth the gross teeth in was her. Wow. The bugs, the bugs in there are the biggest bugs I've ever seen in my life. The biggest bugs I've ever seen. But the flowers are like the size the of your head. The flowers are huge. Yeah. The food is like, the veggies are huge. Yeah. The bugs are huge. We have a video from Alaska and there's a bug wrapped around the antenna. It looks like a plane. It was the biggest <laughs> fucking bug I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I have to get there. You have to get there because it's, it is amazing, but it's death everywhere you look. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh. Number two. Let's do the Grand Canyon. <gasps> The Grand Canyon, I've been there. I have been it's there, beautiful. the Grand Canyon.
1: But the Grand Canyon's kind of like, oh, look, great, the Grand Canyon. Okay, I was what doing do do I was probably down after about two minutes yeah, looking like, oh, at the okay, Grand Canyon. You know, and next? I feel bad because we drove forever oh to get there. God. And we're in the Avi, and it's July. yeah, and, and it's, it's 8, hot. 8,000 degrees. And I got the kids, and they were little, and my mother, who's petrified, and I have you know, Mike's driving and God help us. And we're driving down these dirt roads with all the rocks. We blew out all the time. Like it was ridiculous. We get there and we get, I forget which room we went to. And it was like an, the Southern rim, the Northern was, rim, the Western. Yeah, rim, yeah. It was a, you know, a uh, native American thing and it had like teepees and stuff. Yeah. It was really cool. It had a museum and all that stuff. And then we get to the Grand Canyon and we look at am like, this is beautiful. It's awesome. And I was like, Okay, let's go look at those teepees. Like, I was <laughs> done in two minutes. Like, I was like, yeah, got it. Because if you're not
0: canoeing into it or rafting into and it, not it or riding hiking a mule into down, there's like I... nothing to do. I mean, we hiked it on my honeymoon. We hiked down, but it was five million fucking degrees. Yeah. And when you're hiking out,
1: it's straight up for two hours. Yeah, I don't not know that fun. I didn't. Not no, a good I don't time. think that would be fun. Yeah, so but... we saw it. It was beautiful. My hey, mother look, was big petrified big of being on the first step, went to the edge. I took my children. I left my yep, husband. I said, "I am taking them to the teepees, and you can watch my mother jump off the Green Canyon. I can't <laughs> let them watch their grandmother die." And I left, but um, it was beautiful. It's you should beautiful. see it. I think you
0: should see it. But it's one gigantic death trap. It's a big, huge hole. Yeah, yeah, we with lots of rocks. Like a huge hole.
1: Yeah. So it's two hundred and seventy-seven miles long. Ooh. It's a two hundred seventy-seven mile long hole. chasm. Yeah, get okay. hole
0: that Cross. is up to
1: eighteen <laughs> miles wide. At some points. That's pretty wide. 18 miles wide. Like, I'm like, I know it's big. 18 miles wide. That's pretty wide. That's pretty wide. It's um,
0: almost av- the Boston Marathon wide.
1: Yeah. And the average depth is one mile. Um, it took three to six million years to form by the mm-hmm. Colorado River running what through. I know that. Mm-hmm. It covers an area of 1,900 square miles. Six million people visit per year. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. covers the whole park is 1.2 million acres wow yeah 130 there were 130 just there from oh my god 2006 to 2016 so in 10, in 10 years, years is 130, 130 people died. So about 13 a year. that's a lot it's it has the second highest number of suicides at national parks people when they want to go out they want to go out in style yeah no there's no there's no
0: goddamn way no they want to like I'm going to jump off the Golden Gate. No. I'm going to go off the Cliffs of Moore.
1: I'm going to go into off the, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. No. Yeah. No. Um, and they had um, 19 suicides in the past decade. Wow. Um, what do you think the number one cause of death at the Grand Canyon is? Selfies. No. Jumping off? No. Drowning? No. Bug bites? No. I don't know. Flyovers. What? flyovers from the helicopters and the planes that show you the grand crash Canyon. uh-huh come on number one cause of death of the grand oh my god Canyon. i'm so glad i didn't do it i know we were driving now i'm i don't like Are to you fly kidding? no I'm dead serious i don't like to fly i hate to everybody i hate to fly and we're driving cross country and we're in the stupid thing and we're going over the goddamn dam and that bridge that's like eight thousand feet high oh, yeah. there yeah, the death traps i'm having a nervous breakdown all along the way, we kept seeing helicopter tours, helicopter tours, plane tours. $20 a person. $20. How cheap were they, Mike? They, it was literally like, are you, you don't remember? <laughs> I was literally like, we could go for $100. Like all yeah. of us. Like, I'm like, oh my God, should we do that? Should we do that? Of course, I'm petrified of flying, so I didn't do it. Thank God. That's the number one cause of death. At the I Grand would of- never, no. never have thought that. Yeah. No. So, I'm going to go over other deaths, and then I'll go Hold over on, the flyovers. Helicopters. Holy yeah. moly. That's a good one. Um, so, an Arizona woman fell to her death inside the Grand Canyon National Park. According to the National Park Service, the woman was taking photos with her family at Mather Point. Selfies. When she fell. The body of Maria A. Salgado Lopez, 59, of Scottsdale, Arizona, was recovered about 100 feet below the canyon's rim, Oof. near the South Rim's visitor center. Um, she had been hiking off trail and taking photographs with family when she accidentally stepped off the edge. <gasps> Could you imagine? In front of her family. Again, stepped Again, off the edge and died. that last thought is, oh shit. Like, can you imagine that feeling of nope. nothing's under that hill? Like nope. you walk up and, and you're I- at the Grand Canyon. No. Um, the Grand Canyon had 17 fatalities in 2018. At least three people died in the park in 2019. Um, two people died In separate incidents, including one man stumbling over the edge of the rim while trying to take a picture at the Grand Canyon West, which is a popular tourist destination, which has the, um, I'm not going to say this right, Hulapi Reservation outside the boundaries of the National Park. I don't
0: get it. And then a
1: month later, another guy fell over the southern rim, 400 feet to his death. God damn. damn. Yeah. Um, then... This, I can't, I just, the, the thought of them falling over the edge just makes me, one teenager. I just
0: can't imagine that last step when you're like,
1: shit. Like, you just feel it go. Yep. You know when you do it I'm over done. here? And then I'm you're like, the, yep. so then, um, one of the fatalities, um, was a teenager who lost his footing on some snow and ice near the trailhead, fell and died. Aww. Um, a middle-aged man, his hat blew off and he went to go grab it.
0: Because the wind
1: took it off. Because you're in like the people don't understand the the weather in these parks. Like the mountains and the canyons and, and the, the wind it causes and winds and storms and, yep. and sudden and they're all sudden. Like it could be yep. fine one minute and yep. the hat blows off his head, he goes to falls into the canyon and dies. <laughs> yep. Um <laughs> and you're done. Yes. Visitors at the South Rim's Mather Point watched in horror as a twenty four year old nurse from Illinois climbed. Over the rail. Come on! Intent on landing, like, on the other side of the rail. Instead, he fell 500 feet to his death. In front of me. Why the- would you oh. climb over the railing? Because he thought the edge was there, and he... I don't know if there was a crevice or... That's why the fucking railing was there! I don't there. know! Don't go near the railing. It's too close to the edge. I don't know. Oh, come on. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, a grandmother and a grandson were both swept away after losing their footing while crossing a creek in the canyon. It's just... Terrible, terrible, terrible Grand stuff. Grand
0: Canyon is rough. Yeah. Grand Canyon's rough.
1: There's this man, I'm not going to say this poor man's right, but this article was about this guy who wrote, um, these, all these stories about all these deaths at the Grand Canyon. His name's Michael... Whatever. What Whatever. Glaria? Anyways, him and this Dr. Tom Myers that he met at the Grand Canyon, um... Tom Myers had already, he's a physician at the Grand Canyon clinic and he had already written a book on river trips gone wrong. So he meets this guy, I have to read he meets that this book. doctor and he's like, he tells him he wrote this book. He's like, we should write a book about all the accidents, of the Grand Canyon. So they did. Um, so this is just little things that they put together. Um, some 683 people have died below the rims of the Grand Canyon wow. since the that's history of, of the Grand people. Canyon, which is like the early 1860s. But it's
0: still a lot of people. Yes. One guy,
1: his oh, so last name's Cochrane, a rattlesnake coiled up and rattled at him. He was so afraid of it, he leapt back and died of heart failure. Like he had a heart attack <laughs> on this one, died of a rattlesnake. Rattlesnake didn't touch him, he just died of being so scared. Just the of a rattlesnake. sight of one yeah. sent him into cardiac arrest. Um, um, what's another one? In 1992, a 38 year old's Greg Austin Gingrich, he he was with his teenage daughter at the Grand Canyon. You know, I like the name Greg
0: Austin Gingrich. Yeah.
1: He jumps on the like the guard wall, you know, so Here you do go. go over. Jumps mm-hmm. on top and he's pretending. He's windmilling his arms back, like, Oh, I'm gonna fall into the Grand Canyon. And he fell into the Grand Canyon. He falls. He fell off the wall, quote unquote, on the canyon side onto a short slope, which he thought, I'm gonna fall off this wall, go onto the slope, and she's gonna think I fell. Like kidding. What I I do similar stuff like that to my kids. Not at the Grand Canyon. Not at the Grand Canyon. He assumes he's going to land safely. His daughter is like, "I'm not paying attention to you." Like, sat's walking away. Like, I'm not feeding into you. Um. He misses his footing and <gasps> silently falls four hundred feet. Oh! into the canyon. Um, and they, you know, the rain just have to go find his body. The dad is an orphan. Whatever. Could you
0: fucking imagine doing no, it because you're he's just stupid, being an he's asshole being pretending
1: he's gonna fall into the Grand and Canyon? Yourself. And he actually falls into the Grand Canyon. Um someone deliberately jumped to their death from a sightseeing helicopter over the canyon. Richard Clam decided to I'm commit sorry. suicide. Did
0: he commit suicide because his last name was Clam? Probably. <laughs>
1: um he decided to commit suicide in June of two thousand four. He waits three days to get the seat he wants. On the helicopter, that should have been. Clue he wanted one. the shotgun seat of the helicopter. He goes on the scenic flight. Um, then he forces his way out of the cor- cockpit, like on the return flight. Um, there's other people on board this helicopter on this site. Asshole. Yeah, and the pilot, who's trying to fly the thing and probably is trying to stop this guy, he plunged four thousand feet to his death. It took fifteen pack personnel to gather all the body parts up. I would have left him.
0: I would have left him for the coyotes. I can't. I just because he's a jerk. How terrible!
1: In front of all of those, people. all those people are on this thing to see the beautiful Grand Canyon right. once in a and lifetime you tell yourself. thing, and you jump
0: out of it. I I, I, I just think suicides.
1: I mean, it's you know, terrible so anyway. you was...
0: so deep into your own self. Right, you can't even that think. You can't even think. Um, okay,
1: so now we're gonna get the flyovers, I which is even. the
0: most. You're making my story sound very pathetic. I can't.
1: I was like, literally, they like was the number one cause of death. It was like, falling, obviously, no, into wait the Grand Canyon to Yellowstone. is no. all I'm gonna say. Yes, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> so <laughs> May 18th, 2014, a helicopter lands in the canyon. It offloads the passengers. The pilot gets out of the helicopter to check like a like a level of a gas or something. Um, the helicopter somehow becomes airborne when he when gets he's out not of it. it? Be- they don't know if it was the wind because the right. severe winds. So the- they don't know if it was the wind that took up the blades. So it comes up into the air. It becomes airborne. It strikes the pilot with one or more of the blades. main rotor blades. Killed them. Kills him on the spot. On December 7th, 2011, a Twilight Tour trip from Vegas to the Hoover Dam. It crashes and catches fire, killing all five on board. God damn. September 20th, 2003, a helicopter tour hit the canyon wall because the pilot misjudged the proximity. The pilot and six passengers were killed. Oh my God. August 10th, 2001. There's many more. I just did some of them. August 10th, 2001, the helicopter tour departed from Vegas. It flew to the canyon area. It stops, it gasses up, because there's like an airport down mm-hmm. there. It stops, it gasses up, and crashed moments later on the return ship. So, the whole gas tank is full. Oh, no. Um, the NTSB said the pilot descended too quickly and too close to a scenic cliff. It,
0: um... What did I say? <laughs>
1: it, I don't know. It, it hit the terrain and burned up. Oh. The pilot and five passengers were killed. One woman actually survived, but she lost her husband and both of her legs.
0: Oh.
1: In June June 18th, 1986, there was a mid air collision between a helicopter and a twin engine plane because not only do helicopters do the toy, those little Cessna twin engine planes go over. The NTSB cited pilot distraction noting that the helicopter toy pilot would turn his head frequently to talk to the passengers to be like so oh he's we're not going, paying attention we're going to the southern rim. we are going to the yeah. whatever the heck they're saying all 25 on board the two <gasps> flights were killed oh um I think that's the last one I did there were so many more there were like there were tons of there were a lot of them that crashed everyone lived you know there were lot... So when they say that twenty dollars, so, <laughs> FYI, don't take a don't take the don't take, the, take the flight. Just go to the edge. Look, don't go over and the don't god crawl rail. over any railings. Don't, don't pretend to be falling in. Don't do anything stupid. Look, see it's beautiful, and walk back.
0: Oh my god! Yeah,
1: I was just shocked with that. I would never have thought. The yeah, no, that's not
0: what I would have thought. I would have thought of all these people like taking pictures of falling off the edge because it happens right. all the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I go on to Glen, Glen Canyon National mm-hmm. Park, which I had never heard of. I've heard of it, but I... I've heard of Lake Powell. Never heard of Glen Canyon National yes. Park. Yes. It's over a million acres of rugged, high desert terrain in Utah and Arizona. Mm-hmm. It also encompasses Lake Powell. Lake Powell is the contributor to the death toll in Glen Canyon National Park. Mm-hmm. You have carbon monoxide poisoning Ooh. from boat engines. Oh, um, I don't know what I wrote.
1: <laughs> It'd be nice if we could read our uh, own fatigue. writing. Some... Oh, fatigue, fatigue and
0: exhaustion and swimming deaths and mm-hmm. high winds that capsizes boats. Mm-hmm. So, I think when you look at the pictures and I've seen people, it's a beautiful lake in this deep red rock canyon. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, it's beautiful. So, in July of this year, two thousand twenty, because it's been such a great, fantastic year. Yes. The body of a 46-year-old Ryan Hall from Saratoga Springs, Utah, was found by divers in Lake Powell. Mm-hmm. Ryan was part of a group of people camping overnight in a houseboat on Lake Powell, which yeah. actually sounds like it would be a goddamn blast. I love houseboats. It's a, I've, never, I've never actually even seen one, yeah. let alone been on them. The last time I heard of a houseboat was Andrew Kinnon and was killed on one. <laughs> um, he decided to take a wave runner out. I'm pretty sure he was probably drinking. Mm-hmm um out next to the houseboat the wave runner hits a rock flips they find him the next morning mm-hmm. um they so they went out that night it's night they're not going to find yeah. him they find him in 12 feet of water Ugh. july 28th 2016 two brothers 23 and 15
1: they're mm-hmm. on personal watercraft so they're on like jet skis, jet skis. yeah have- i know all mine for lake meet like PWCs. I'm like, I'm assuming that's a jet ski.
0: <laughs> I'm going with a jet ski. Well, these two people, they collide. Both oh. brothers collide on the jet skis on Iceberg Canyon and Lake Powell. Mm-hmm. The 23-year-old dies, and the 15-year-old is med-flighted to a nearby hospital in serious condition. Uh. July 24th, 2016. A family of five from Phoenix are boating on Lake Powell after dark. The boat strikes a rock, mm-hmm. and three of the children are ejected from the boat. The eight-year-old loses his left arm and his left leg. Oh, God. He is floating upside down in the water. His eight-year-old stepbrother sees him, flips him over. Oh, my God. Rescue, sw- eight years old, rescue swims him back to shore and starts CPI. Oh, my God. Freaking eight years old. Wow.
1: Yep. And um, not only are you doing that, you're doing that with someone who's lost their arm and their leg, right. which is very traumatic to see. True, but he's a little lighter. So, my better. I know, but do you know what I mean? Like, when you come upon that. Oh, I can't even. He I flipped him over. Like, that he could do that. At
0: eight years yes. old. I can tell you, my eight year old
1: would never. No, there was something wrong with you.
0: Nope. nope. Yeah. Oh, I'm not touching him. He's cookie. Yeah. Um, brings him back to shore. Wow. Starts mouth to mouth on him. Wow. He's airlifted where they did try to reattach his arm. Um. And then I move on to another park. Okay. Like, my story's just. Until I get Yosemite, just aren't as dramatic. That's okay. You have I a mean, lot of
1: drama in Yosemite. I have
0: a lot of drama yes. in Yosemite. I've never no, been to No, You Glenn. don't have Yosemite? Not Yosemite. Ye- Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I'm like, wait a minute. I no, have I Yosemite. I can go on Yellowstone, man. Yellowstone, I'm still traumatized from Yellowstone. BT <laughs> Dubs, have you seen the show Yellowstone? No, but I'm going to start it. Good I God, start it. Amazing. Good God, start it. Amazing is what I hear. Oh, my God. And is there awesome. hot men in it? Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I hear this hot cowboys.
1: Okay, all right. Somebody to dream about tonight. I'm all over it. So I guess I'll talk to you about Yosemite.
0: Yosemite. I just think of Yosemite Sam. Yes, Achoo, choo, choo, choo. Choo. <laughs> with a <the> mustache,
1: with <laughs> mustache and his big fat hat. Yeah. Um, I got this information from outside. Online. I'm not telling you. where I got my information And Time.com. So
0: I, just, I just went too many places.
1: Yes, Yosemite. Hold
0: up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Send me right Hold here.
1: Up. Oh.
0: Listen, I'm not going to lie, it's off. summertime, so our episodes, it was a little hard to get going today. I mean, we both probably finished this episode five minutes before we recorded it,
1: because... I literally,
0: you wrote, I'm leaving my house,
1: and, and I wrote, still I up. just finished. Yeah, like, because was... we
0: just, it's summertime, so... I have,
1: sh- I have vacation.
0: Right, it's been, I've had quite a week. Yeah. It's been very busy, Yeah, so... We'll put more thought into the next one. No, no, this I think I wrote I had a lot of fun down. with it, but um we were busy.
1: Yeah. No, I think I wrote all these ones down actually. Yosemite. So was might. confused.
0: Yosemite, like, that's where El
1: Capitan in the North Face is. El right? Capitan and, uh, and the Half Dome. The half half dome is Half say, Dome is very dangerous. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Did you ever all see right. that
0: special with the autistic kid who climbed El Capitan? No. no ropes, no nothing? No. I couldn't even I, I couldn't watch that. Couldn't even watch. Couldn't not. Watch my it. husband's like, "You gotta see it." I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope." nope mm-hmm. Even though I know he lives, lives, lives I, can't I can't do it. it. I can't do it.
1: Go ahead. Okay. So Yosemite National Park is twelve thousand square miles of mountainous scenery, including high cliffs, deep valleys, tall waterfalls, ancient giant sequoias, which I do want to see. I have seen. And a I large. I do want to go there. Yeah, large wilderness in That's California. One of the parks I really, 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 really want to see. Yeah, it's seven thousand. 747,956 acres. That just seems ridiculous. Yeah, I can't That's just know. a ridiculous number of acres. They get about Thank 5 you, million. Thank you, Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. They get about 5 million visitors annually. And there has been 150, death, 150 deaths between 2006 and 2016. Jesus. Most die from falls or natural causes while hiking or climbing. So like a heart attack while you're mm-hmm. hiking. So the Half Dome is in Yosemite. It's a rock formation that is like an iconic symbol of Yosemite. It's literally a sheer rock on foot. one side and then it's bulbous it's, like on the other. There's a railing that goes up. So, I think I just love the word bulbous. Bulbous. It's bulbous. So there's <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a railing like up the the dome. A railing. A railing. What do you have to do with this railing? A lot of people hike it like... A lot of people hike it because there's this railing, so I think they have this false sense of I can walk this because there's a railing. It's the
0: half dome; I can just use the railing to
1: get up. Yeah. (laughs) From 2005 to 2015, um, Half Dome's dangerous climb had prompted 140 search and rescue missions, 290 accidents, and 12 deaths. Wow. In 2006, a twenty-four Twenty-five-year-old hiker from New Mexico was descending the summit, slipped, and fell three hundred feet to her death. <gasps> in two thousand seven, a hiker's body was found one thousand feet below um, the base of the handrails during inclement weather. In two thousand seven, a hiker that tried to go around people in front of him, dumbass. Yep, yeah, while climbing the trail, fell and died, and his body had to be airlifted from a. Crevasses. Those
0: fucking crevasses. In
1: 2018, a 29-year-old biochemist, so smart guy, fell to his death during thunderstorms because he slipped and lost his footing. In 2010, Yosemite decided they needed to stop the crowds at the Dome because it's like this huge draw again because it's a reeling. So it's like, oh, I can do it. Like everyday people can walk up this thing. There were up to 1,200 hikers on that daily. (gasps) Wow. Yes. So there's a throng of people. People were like halfway up and they'd have to stop and wait because there was so many people in front of them. So they were like, they're they're becoming exhausted. Right. And they're getting tired. So then on the way down or the rest of the way, they're careless and making mistakes. So they only allowed, after 2010, they only allowed 300 hikers daily to climb to the summit. And they had to apply for a day pass to do this. So as to prevent the crowding. 1200 that's a yes. lot of people apparently though even since 2010 they haven't really seen a decrease in the deaths and death accidents cuz it's dangerous. again it's a national park
0: it's a the shit. the terrain
1: place. it's a it's a literally just a drop off on one side there's storms there's weather there's people it's, don't realize they're they don't realize these places are not they're wrong we nature. don't live there and people don't live there right. for a reason cuz it's hard to live in raw nature Yep. Um, but there's other dangerous parts of Yosemite. It's not just that half dome that you Mm -hmm. have to be careful of. Is that where El Capitan is? El Capitan is separate. Okay. This Half Dome is is a separate. Yes, but it's in Yosemite. Um in 2015, um, this renowned rock climber, Dean Potter, who is 43, was climbing with a fellow climber, 29-year-old Graham Hunt. Um and they died while base jumping off of Taft Point, which is also... Oh, I'm with the I base jumping. Jump. Um, so they slammed into cliffs. <gasps> they failed to oh. avoid. <laughs> they failed
0: to, to avoid. avoid. <laughs> yep.
1: Um, I like that wording. Not that they just slammed into cliffs. No, they cause... failed to avoid it. Because I think they do look for them, but yeah, they... Yeah, but how were of... you going to avoid it if the wind, wind slams know. you into it? Um, Potter it. had a helmet GoPro on, Ooh. which captured the moments. How sick am I that? I want to watch. I don't this want shit. to watch that. I can't watch. When them. I
0: get into Yosemite, there's a video. I'm like, mm, I kind of want to. I that. couldn't watch
1: any of the videos. They no, were I all like, watch this that. final moments of them fall. I'm like, I can't. I can't I watch it. Do- I, I
0: listened to that stupid guy getting mauled by. A man. I know I couldn't do it. I don't know what's wrong with you. I him.
1: can't do it. So I'm sick. The GoPro captures the moments leading up to this guy's death. It's awful. I did not watch. What it. was his last words? I did shit. not watch it. You know that everybody scream. It's a scream. Or you just can't even breathe. Yeah. Um. In 2014, Brad Packer, who was 36. Fell while rock climbing on Mathis Crest alone. He She'd decided. Wow, well, he decided to do the climb. He had done it before without climbing equipment. Like he can climb this thing without the oh, yeah. stuff. He's a climber. I know we should do anything without climbing. He yeah. had proposed to his girlfriend's, her girlfriend hours before. She accepted. He called his father that morning after she accepted. See, all of this is a mistake. I know. I changed my cable password to my
0: cat's name, and he died. That's why you don't do this. <gasps> don't shit. do anything. Don't do
1: this shit. Yeah. Um, he calls his father. He tells him it is the happiest day of his life. He goes and does this climb that he's done. Like he likes to do that. That's why did he... he
0: do that afterwards? Like it's why what he enjoys get... to do. Yeah, but I think you just got engaged. Why did you do it single? He fell three
1: hundred feet to his death that oh, day.
0: the poor girl. She's probably thinking like, I'm finally. I'm gonna I get know. married before I'm
1: thirty. Yeah. Nope. Nope. And then he's dead. Two thousand eleven a group of 3 20-somethings went over safety fences <laughs> 3 20-something yep. 20-something year olds went over safety fences ignored signs to have some fun near the Vernal Falls which is a big waterfall in Yosemite two slipped into the water the third tried to save them and they all went over <gasps> the 317 foot falls wood rather drink poison than die that way they went over a 317 foot waterfall i can't died.
0: even imagine being in the water and knowing i can't get out
1: no you know where it's going right. you've I seen it be i would horrif-
0: be like yeah. oh my i would have died
1: before i went over the falls yeah just I, the a hot attack. attack yeah i hope they did I, oh just, what a horrible way to go yep yeah. in 1990 they were on like a church um those two kids yes They were, like, in the 20s, but they were on, like, a church group outing. It was awful. Um, In 1996, one person was killed and several more injured during the Yosemite Valley landslide of 1996. (laughs) A 200-foot-long granite chunk slid down a cliff into the Happy Isles hiking trail. Oh, my God! 200-foot huge gigantic fucking rock granite thing falls into the hiking trail. The impact? was equivalent to a two point one five magnitude earthquake and it took forty five minutes for the dust to settle for them to go in to start like recovery Hundreds efforts. Died. What did I say? One person died at several wind only one died. There That's must not shocking. have been a huge group of people on the trail. That's shocking. Yeah. And in nineteen eighty five, five hikers were sitting atop the half dome. They're just sitting there sitting on a cave thing. <laughs> Lightning strikes. Kills two of them, and three were injured. Lightning! Lightning That would be me. Strikes.
0: That would be me. Yeah. I'd hike my fat ass up to yep. the top. that holding on to that railing. Yep. I'd get to the top. I'd have my granola bar we with some water. having some water. Yep. And then would get hit by lightning. Yep. That's Struck exactly- by oh, lightning. God damn. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. That's Yosemite. Wow. Well, I have one more mediocre one to go through before I hit Yosemite. Uh, Yellowstone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, for my entire life, I've had those two confused. <laughs> Oh, it's well, all the same. I decided to do Golden Gate National Park because I thought it incorporated the bridge, mm-hmm. which is like the suicide capital yes. of the world. But apparently it does not. <laughs> but it's still ranked the fifth deadliest national park. Okay. It mm-hmm. is 82,027 acres of mm-hmm. ecological and historically significant landscape. I don't know what that means. Historically significant <laughs> landscape surrounding San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. It is the fifth deadliest park in the United States. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Eighty-five people have died there between two thousand six and two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. Number one cause: drowning. Okay. Number two: give me a guess. Falls. Car accident. Oh. Number three: slips and falls. So we're gonna call it the GGNR. <laughs> so the GGNR it includes miles of beach that have rip currents. And sneak waves. I'm oh, gonna get you. Here I come. Just I'm gonna get know. you. Oh, you're on the you're on the coast. You're ankle deep. I'm really gonna get you. So
1: that's exactly. I gonna go swimming in San Francisco.
0: I'm telling you, even in Hawaii when I lived there. Yeah. Honeymooners, ankle deep water, rip tides would suck them out. Oh. They drown. So these sneak waves and rip cards. <laughs> these sneak waves. Like, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> they harm those that are just walking near the surf. Others ventured too close to the edge of unstable or eroded cliffs. Mm-hmm. On July 27th of 2017, three juveniles, also known as dumbasses, mm-hmm. they parked along El Camino Del Mar and they walked down to the fence that says, quote, danger area. Sneaky waves coming. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: Sneaky waves. <laughs> Gotta get you. So they <laughs> jump the fence that says, Ugh. danger to it. Don't go near it. You know who
1: this is? I yeah. this
0: Yeah. This is juveniles. Yes. This is the stupid shit they yes. do. So they jump the fence and they go um, to the painted cliff rocks. I guess that's the famous thing they see. Okay. At some point, one of the kids falls 200 <gasps> feet and he lands on a large rock. Uh! The friends call 911. Uh-uh. The rangers go down. And it's too late. Like, kids dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. And for some reason... That's the only story I tell (laughs) of GGNR. Well, that's awful enough. It is. I think it's all stories of, I thought I wrote more down. (laughs) It's all stories of people falling off these cliffs or getting sucked in by riptors. Oh, God. And I think I had so much I want. I was so excited to get to the Yellowstone National Park and one of our friends started talking to me that I totally blew off the rest of But I have a lot for Yellowstone. So, all right. I'll make up for my lack of everybody else. So, just. The Golden Gate National Park. If you've ever been on the bridge. If no. Have you to the bridge? Nope. So when you go to the bridge and you look down, you're like 5,000 feet in the air. Yeah, I can't. I The water underneath is ridiculous. Well,
1: they even say because the, the um help me, the prison. Alcatraz. Like, they you can't swim there. Like, it's no. awful. The water's awful. The currents yes. under that bridge.
0: So I took my kids out there a couple of years ago and we're walking across the bridge. I was having a struggle. I can't even. Just looking down. And like I said, I mean... There's all these good Samaritans because people go there specifically yes. to jump off. And you look down. I don't know how anybody could stand on the edge of that bridge and, and think, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going for it. The water around that area <sighs> is insane with yeah. currents. Okay. It's not like a beachy
1: place. Not no. even a little bit.
0: And the water's freezing. There's sharks. No, I'm good. No. <laughs> I'm good. So sorry if I disappointed you with the GGNR because I really thought it was going to be the bridge. It was just a bunch <laughs> of kids jumping off oh. cliffs. Which I'll, I'll make better. up for it with Yellowstone, I okay. promise. Okay, go
1: ahead. Who you got now? So I got my last one is Lake Mead.
0: I would think Yosemite would be more dangerous than Lake Mead. Nope.
1: Wow. Lake Mead. Lake I, Mead. Well, I got this information. Is from that Nash- the place where that big, huge Huber Dam
0: bridges? Yes. Is that what
1: makes Lake Mead? Okay. Yes. So I got this information from dot reviewjournal.com, and KTNU.com. KTNU. Yeah. Lake Mead is America's deadliest national park which top one top i thought it was yellowstone nope. okay nope lake mead is the deadliest national park i got it right now Just prove it. i believe you 100 um it was established in 1964 it's in nevada um it covers 1.5 million acres Shit. again i can't fathom that like That's i'm reading lot. i'm like this has to be wrong mm-hmm. this can't be right no, one, it's a lot of water it's a there. lot it has 7.2 million visitors annually and had 275 deaths between 2006 and 2016, which watch. is 100 more than the second deadliest park. Which is... Like, it's way above, yeah. which is one of the ones I did. Yosemite, maybe? We had the list.
0: It is up there,
1: but it's... I know, I left it upstairs. Um, it's like... But it's like a ridiculous amount more deaths than the other park. It's high temperatures and... Bru- are brutal, and the rugged terrain accounts for 25 deaths per year. Wow. But the most deaths come the from water. the lake itself. People go to boat, jet ski, water ski, scuba dive, fish, and swim. That's what draws people to this. It's called Lake Mead National Park, obviously. Right. There's two lakes there, actually. I think it's Mohave is the other lake. Yes. And the people go for the lakes. That's what they're there for. Um, the three most common causes of death are drowning, which accounted for 87 mm-hmm. of those 200 and something deaths. Um, wow. natural causes, which were 59 and motor vehicle accidents, which were 39, 21 died of unknown causes, 19 committed suicide and 13 were killed in boating accidents.
0: Suicides. <laughs> they shouldn't even count them because it's not the park's fault you decided to kill yourself.
1: There. I know. It's just a place. Yeah. Um, a spike in drownings around 2012 prompted more patrols of the lakes in um, an outreach program. So they tried to educate people before they got into the water. Like, this is dangerous. Mm-hmm. You should do this. Blah blah blah. This is what safe is. They set up loner life jacket stations at the two most popular swimming areas. And then they're expanding them to other areas on the lakes. They said they've lost like a ton of life jackets because people will take them. But they've mm, they had, um, I think there was like no shoreline drownings. Since, like, 2014. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because the beach area is where yeah. they're giving off the life jackets. Um, the three most common mistakes that lead to the drownings are people wading out or diving off a cliff without um, realizing how hard it is to swim against the wind there in the current. Again, it's a big, huge, mm, vast, empty, flat place that has these winds that whip across it, and you can't swim against it when the yeah. wind is coming towards you
0: um I, would, I never thought of that.
1: No, and that's what they said. Like they don't realize that these strong winds are going to come, um, misjudging distances. Like if you're in this cove and you think you can swim to the end, like to the other side of the cove, in you time. don't realize how far it actually right. is. Which I do that anyway. I'm also a swimmer, right. and like had training. But like if we're somewhere and the kids like, oh, I can swim to that buoy. Like, you don't know how far that buoy, That's that buoy looks think. like it's real close. It's not like, right. you know, and, and it, you if it's different tied. tides yeah. and then, you know, whatever. People don't realize that though. Um, and boat operators diving in to help someone, but not explaining to the people on board how to maneuver the boat for a rescue. So like, if you owned the boat, you would know how to maneuver your boat to rescue someone to get them back onto the boat. They'll dive in to help. But the people on board are like me who would have no idea how to maneuver the boat. So they both drown. Um, Lake Mead asks you to always wear a life jacket when on a watercraft. Don't operate watercraft without knowing how to. Um, Don't take part in water-based activities if you are under the influence of drink drink or drugs. That's anything. Yep. That's anything. Don't swim under conditions that exceed your ability. People do that all the time, like, "Oh, it's not a big deal." Oh, everybody else is doing it. If you if you don't know you can do it, don't do it. Um, Don't swim under conditions that um, exceed your ability. Don't jump or climb or um, dive into water of unknown depth or hazards. Don't stay in the area of water if there is a threat of lightning. Um, Display diver flags if scuba diving. Never be lulled. This is my favorite. Never be lulled into thinking kids won't take stupid risks at every available <laughs> opportunity. Because they will. They will take every single stupid they risk they ever will. available to them. Um. So I have like a few deaths. From oh, that. just a few. Just a few. Um, Marissa Armijo? Tome. No. Okay. Marissa Armijo loved to be towed up and down Lake Mojave, which is in the Lake Mead National Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just south of Las Vegas. She enjoyed spending time with her family and friends. She's a 15 year old student. She's a cross country runner at Mojave high school. She had a ton of, she was really popular, Loved to go out and just be active. Um, on September 4th, 2005, she was struck and killed by a drunk boater (gasps) with an alcohol, blood alcohol level of 0.19, more than twice the legal limit. Oh my Um, God. Yeah. The day of the accident, Marissa was being towed behind her boat. When, like on a tube or something, when Jose Luis Huerta, 34, Mexico, zipped around the boat, the bow of the boat, in a personal watercraft, so probably a jet ski or something, and ran directly over her. Oh. Um, they sent, that sent her to Las Vegas Trauma Center with broken bones and severe head injuries. Marissa was removed from life support three days later. Puerta didn't even realize what he had done. They said when they had got there, he was sitting on his jet ski or wave run or whatever it was without realizing like anything happened. Could you, how he did was, he not know? He was drunk. Yeah. That impaired that in, so he definitely shouldn't be driving. And he rode over her in the water. So I don't know if he didn't see her, uh, like just, you know how jet oh skis bump on the water. I don't know. Oh my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, legal procedure, the legal proceedings obviously followed and, they were very swift um Huerta was sentenced to 5 to 20 years in prison for operating a vessel under the influence and causing a fatality he was ordered to pay $3,300 in restitution and the police credit the swift justice to the family's involvement like they say you have to go you have to yeah. go to court you have to be present um, Armijo's mother Nanette mains made the most emotional argument for justice during the sentencing everyone in the court was crying even like other prisoners in the court and this is her quote. How can I put into words the sight of her bloody face, broken bone protruding through her arm, and lifeless body laying on the bottom of my dad's boat? How can I put into words her laying on the beach with the lifelike crew working over her and loading her in the helicopter while we stood helplessly by? The anguish of watching Marissa's life slip away after life support was taken off, of her in holding her last beat, heartbeat in the palm of my hand. How can I put into words the prayers to God that He would take my life too because I know I would never be able to go on in this life? Just like, it's terrible. You watched her die. Like, it's like, just. Not only watched her die, but you saw a horrible death. Right. I mean, terrible. That's gruesome. Awesome. Awful. Um. Then someone was critically injured. On May 13th, 2006, an 18 year old woman from California was critically injured when hit by a boat propeller. <laughs> the woman was riding on the back of a personal watercraft being driven by a 16 year old girl when the personal watercraft drove in front of a boat that was operated by a 16 year old male he tried to avoid the jet ski wave run, or whatever they were on but was not able to miss it completely he hit it um the boat hit the rear end of the whatever they were on the jet ski and the passenger was hit several times by the boat's propeller because he probably turned to the back of the boat hit the back of the jet ski um, a witness called for help and they brought the woman to the launch ramp. She was treated by ranges there and then flown to the trauma center in Las Vegas. She was critically injured, but I don't think she died. Oof. Um, And on June 3rd, 2007, the National Park Service dispatch center got an emergency call, call about a possible drowning at the, it's literally called the special event speech. Um, the National Park Service ranges and The Nevada Department of Wildlife Wardens responded with a total of four vessels within 10 minutes. More rangers and wardens in EMS service um, also responded to the beach with a ton of vehicles. A personal watercraft without a rider was found adrift when they arrived. Witnesses um, that were out there were able to tell the rangers the general area where they last saw the rider about an hour after the original call came in, the body of a 44-year-old Las Vegas man was recovered in 15 feet of water, about 100 yards from the shoreline. He was not wearing a life jacket. Um, the victim and his female companion were launching these jet skis or whatever at the beach when the victim's little watercraft became disabled. He got off of the watercraft to check what was wrong. I don't know if he tied out. I don't know if he got caught up in yeah. something like... They just saw that he was trying to fix something and, and then, then he went under. under. Um, and they just, the Rangers in the woods just want to remind all Did of them. Did you say he wasn't wearing a life jacket? No. Always wear a life jacket. No. They just beg you to wear your life jacket out there. Um, Ronaldo de Tangel, 45 <laughs> drowned near the Hemingway fishing pier on June 1st, 2008. He was attempting to retrieve a boogie board that had floated away from the shore. He was not wearing a life jacket. Um, his friends and family saw him go under. They immediately pulled him out, started CPR, still For sure. died. They say the the winds there, like if you have boogie boards or anything on the shore, it will get flown out into the lake, and a lot of people drown going after them because they don't realize how strong those winds are.
0: Well, the boogie boards have those little wrist
1: things. But I think if they're on the beach, get you know, it. like how the kids, yeah. like they'll leave them on the sand and then they'll get whisked out, like a dollar nine Right, leave it. Get Just off. leave it. Yeah. Um, Lois Johnson, 54, died on Saturday, June 7th, 2008, after being critically injured while swimming in Gasoline Alley. Oh. Gasoline Alley is like, uh, an area where a lot of bo- boats, boats launches off. Because like it sounds like, would never swim. but it sounds like where boats would launch yeah, from and that's what it is. Gasoline. So she jumped into the water. You should never jump into water where boats are launching. Right. Um, she jumped into the water, then swam behind a vessel that was backing up. Why would she do that? I don't know if she wasn't paying attention. I don't know if she was drinking. I don't, no one knows why she did it, but a don't ever go swimming where boats are. Right. Cause they're where not going to see you. Um, it back up, it backed up. It struck, struck her with a propeller. Um, they brought her up on the landing, you know, everybody tried to save her. She, she died done. from injuries in the hospital. Um, a 23 year old Prescott, Arizona man was with a group of friends at Lake Mead on the evening of June 29th, 2008. He jumped off a 90 foot high cliff. Near Sidewinder Cove on the Arizona side of the lake. Why? Why? He never resurfaced. Um, They called. They came out within 15 minutes. Um, Las Vegas Metro PD divers subsequently recovered the body. Cliff divers often believe that they are jumping or diving into water that is much deeper than it is. So he didn't. Um, Additional dangers include rocks and outcroppings that are under the water and you cannot see from Mm -hmm. 90 feet up. Mm -hmm. Don't dive off of anything. Just don't dive. Don't dive, period. Let's just not dive. Don't jump off of anything that you don't know it's 100 feet Mm -hmm. deep where you're landing. Um, An emergency call for help came into the park dispatch center on the evening of Saturday, July 5th, 2008. The caller told the dispatcher that a man and woman were in the lake at Six Mile Cove and were were having difficulty returning to the shoreline. The woman had had, had, was having trouble swimming. The man went out to go help her. her. None of the, Neither of them were wearing a life jacket. She makes it back to shore. I was going to say, that usually the person who's mm-hmm. having the trouble survives. He disappears. Rangers recovered his body the next day. He was um, 52-year-old Mike Henderson of North Las Vegas. So they tell you, like, like all the things I said, like, don't drink and... It's drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like I've said before in other episodes, don't do that. Always wear your life jacket. They said, you have no idea what these... Conditions Wanders alike, alive. you cannot do it. Always wear a life jacket. They give them all for free. Take them and use them. Just don't go in somewhere that's gonna make it hard for you to swim and then for your rescuers to get to. You, because be your rescuers can die too. You don't mm-hmm. okay, you don't care about your own safety. Think about the people who are gonna have to come right. and save you because they can die too. Just don't be stupid about it. No. But Lake Mead, number one. And it is the number one national park for homicides.
0: a lot of these were Homicide. Mm-hmm. Where did I have one little thing in here? See if I brought it with me. And it talks about um, homicides and murders. Give me one second because I am going to find it. Yep, Lake Mead is the most dangerous. Um, Yellowstone's number four. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to just because uh, that was. We have falls. These are all it went through all of the things that people die from. Wildlife attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, how to stay safe wildlife attacks, which murders and homicides. Um, it said the reports from the FBI 2017 cited seven murders, non negligent manslaughters in US national parks. Murders um are oftentimes random acts. Axi- we know what murder is. <laughs> um I keep saying um. But it goes through. This is one of the national, the big things in national parks is Martis because it's all this random land. That- right, there's just
1: random people out there. I actually, I was listening to my favorite murder, and they were doing um is it the mother and the two girls. No, but they that was in one of these parks, and I was like, I'm not going over yeah. it. But ah, oh, God, I can't remember the name of the park they were in. But these two girls had like a snow day in the winter, and they always went to this like National mm-hmm. Park and they're like, oh can you drop us off? We're gonna go walk around so their parents drop them off and they're like best friends and they're like 13 years old and they're then they never come home they go look oh. for them the police go look for them they find the dead bodies like the next day or something and they find a phone the phone with one of the girls and she had videoed this guy following them. And then they're playing like the clip. I'm like, oh
0: my God. But I was like, I literally listened
1: to this this week and they're crossing the bridge and they have photos of them. They have not solved this case. And it's been like two years. And they have a video of the guy? They have video. They have voice, like audio. It's crazy. And they're like, this guy obviously knew it because they have to cross this like rickety bridge over this like ravine area. And he had his hands in his pockets crossing it. So if you had never crossed it, like you would have your hands out to steady yourself. And he's walking across like completely fine. With his hands in his, like, they're like, he's from the area. He knows this area. And it's like this little town. and... Oh my God. It's no. crazy. But, nope, anyways.
0: Nope, 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 nope,
1: nope. Well, we're going to go into Yellowstone National okay, Park. Okay, I can't
0: wait. If you've never been to Yellowstone, mm-hmm. it's like going to Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Yellowstone, had I known it was this terrifying, <laughs> I probably would never have taken my three year old there. Yeah. Okay. You're walking on boardwalks mm-hmm. that have no railings. Mm-hmm. Over bubbling mud pits. Mm -hmm. Sulfur pits. Thermal pools that are a thousand degrees. Mm -hmm. They're beautiful. The colors are insane. They're like a thousand degrees. You fall in, you're going to instantaneously die. Geysers spouting a thousand degree degree water. (laughs) Animals. Just, I I told the story before. My listeners are going to hear it for the first time. We go to Yellowstone. We're at Old Faithful. Mm And we're hanging out at the ice cream shop because that's what you do. And I've got my three-year-old in my arms. And we had just been hanging out in front of the ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. Old Faithful's in the middle. There's two, um, resort, uh, not even resorts. There's two buildings. I don't know how else to say, but the, the lodge is on one end. There's a whole viewing area to watch Old Faithful that literally goes off at the same time all mm-hmm. the time. And then there's this ice cream shop. And then there's this gravel area. And then there's a parking lot. And my kids are playing around. And I'm like, hey, let's go get some ice cream. So I pick up my kids, into the ice cream shop and go. I look out the window. These two massive bisons <laughs> come flying through the parking lot. <laughs> and this spit flying out of them. And oh they come gosh. flying through right where we stand. I'm like, my kids would have been trampled. Yeah. They're out of the fucking blue. Yeah. Like, they just came out of nowhere. Full steam ahead. I'm like... Holy shit! And I got my son like, Bison, 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 Buffalo, Buffalo! (laughs) Like I hit Tourette's. I'm like, oh my god! It was ridiculous. This park is insane. My son is 11 now. He still has bruises on his arms where I was like, no! No! Dear God! I I was having, I could not even control myself at this park. I did not enjoy a second of it. It is gorgeous, Mm -hmm. but it is prehistoric, raw nature. Scared
1: the shit out of me. That's how I was at Great Canyon. Sam's, um, I'm Scared sure still.
0: I mean, at the Great Canyon, I was there with my husband. We were on a honeymoon. So no, I no had Sam involved. at five, yeah. who was no, no, fell off everything in yeah. sight. So I literally could not enjoy this park at all no. because it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. So it became a national park, March 1st, 1872. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Teddy Roosevelt. Um, it has a unique... Hydrothermal and geological wonders. Yes, it does because it's literally sitting on a super volcano that could erupt at any minute. Any second. Though so they say it will be thousands of years, but I think it Who could knows? erupt any. It could erupt tomorrow.
1: It's 2020.
0: It's, it's 2020. it's going year.
1: tomorrow, <laughs> and
0: everybody's going to die. Go visit Old Faithful. If that year. bad boy erupts, we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Okay, that's how big this volcano is. It has all kinds of wildlife. It has bison, elk, pronghorn, which are those weird little sheep, mm-hmm. moose, wolves. And deer. I'm sorry. No, the doll sheep are those weird little sheep that hang on the top of the mountains. Oh. Since Yellowstone was established in 1872, Mm -hmm. eight people have been killed by bears, 121 people have drowned, and there have been 21 incidents of burns after falling into the thermal (laughs) pool.
1: No. No.
0: So not only are these pools a thousand degrees, but they're like nine acidic level. Yeah, They're like, the acidity of these is off the charts. It just melts everything. It
1: literally melts you at the moment Ugh. you get into it. Okay. You just turn to liquid.
0: It, it's, we'll get into it. So the park sits on a large super volcano and it has 10,000 hydrothermals and half the world's geysers that are so acidic it would be like swimming in battery acid. Ugh. That's how bad they are. And when you look at these pools, they're crystal clear. And they've got like Bright red and bright mm. yellow—they're beautiful. Like so you looks, want to touch them. You want to dive into these mm. pools. It's, it's like that crazy cat that was in my house. You want to pet her, but the moment you touch her, you're done. Yeah. Okay. So, these thermal springs, people like to swim in them, and there are some that are mm-hmm. cool enough mm-hmm. to swim in. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1975, a park employee—he's headed to a late night. They call it hut potting. So he's going to a late night hot Mm parting party. party. I would go to a late night for a a little soak in a thermal spring. Mm -hmm. It's dark. Mm -hmm. He gets all naked. It's the '70s, so he's got a beard. He's got Mm. that long hair. He runs, He's gonna do a cannonball into the (gasps) thermal pool. He jumps into the wrong thermal (gasps) pool, and he goes into the pool that's 179 degrees.
1: Mm. He died. Yeah, he died. Of terrible, terrible, painful death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: when I went to Yellowstone, my girlfriend thought it would be a good idea to get the CD that would talk to you about all of the stuff that was going on and look at the thermal pools and this and that. But don't be like, and this guy is one of the (laughs) stories, don't be like David Kerwin from California, who in 1981 was visiting with his dog Moosey. This is literally from that CD, okay? Mm -hmm. Moosey jumps into the thermal pool Mm. and as you can imagine what it must be like to be acidic and hot, the dog is losing his shit in the pool because he's dying. Because mm-hmm. everything's melting Because he is disintegrating yes. in the pool. Okay? So this guy starts taking his clothes off. No. He's gonna go in the pool. Mm-hmm. And one of the bystanders is like, what do you what, Do you mind? You're not going in the pool. He's like, like hell, I'm not going in that pool. He jumps into the two hundred and two degree <sighs> thermal pool. Now, what they didn't tell in the article, but they tell in the CD, is they immediately pulled him out of the pool, and they deglubbed him. Oh, well, His well, entire well, skin swung well, kind off, and he was blind. He died within 24 hours. Thank God. The next morning, when they went to find Moosey, all that was left was the bones. That's how much the yes, pool it had disintegrated. disintegrated. It was, it's gone. There's nothing left. <sighs> okay. So, um don't go chasing moosey into the, and I'm telling you like these pools are not protected by anything. So you can easily just, just run and jump run in. right into yeah. it. Even like if you trip, you're going into bubbling mud. Do you know what that fucking mud is? No, like I... I, I'm sweating, talking about it, remembering that I had my three year old right. on this goddamn platform and the geysers are shooting off. If that water hits you. <laughs> if the wind hits you. Why do I, why did I go there? I, I don't know. Cause I thought it'd be cool. <laughs> In 2016, I remember this hit in the news. I, a sist- I know a saying. sister and brother. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go and they're gonna do illegal hot potting because mm-hmm. there's signs all over the place to stay away from these things. Like people are stupid, mm-hmm. all right. So the signs all over the place. Don't go to these thermal pools, but they're gonna go into this hot pot. They're gonna soak in these thermal pools. The sister is videotaping the Ugh. brother. So the video is so gruesome they won't I can't release watch. it. Yeah, because you know I'd watch it. I can't okay, know. So she's videotaping him as he goes up to see how hot the water is, except he slips and falls into the water and she videotapes him as he is being burned alive. Yeah, They call for help, but it's dark, so they can't go in. By the time they go back the next morning, there's nothing to recover. That's how Ugh. there was like, there was like, there was not enough of him to pull out of the pool. Oh my God. And she had the whole thing on tape. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh God. So that's one danger yeah. of Yosemite is these ridiculously hot, gorgeous thermal pools. We'll mm-hmm. put some on our, our Facebook mm-hmm. and the bubbling hot mud and the really acidic hot geysers. Yeah. But if that's not enough, you have the animals. Right. They tell you when you go to Yellowstone, the animals run the park and they honestly run the park. Mm-hmm. If there's bison in the middle of the road, the traffic's backed up for hours waiting for them to move. There's elk right beside the road. There's sheep, there's grizzlies, there's wolves, there's fr- mm-hmm. It's... The place is crazy. The place is just freaking crazy, let alone the sheer drops as you are driving. I couldn't even look out the window. It was like, I loved it and hated it. I could not even, my girlfriend's driving. I hate it. I love- and she's like, I'm staring at her, kind of like we were an island. I'm just staring at her face. And she's like, What are you doing? I'm like, I can't look out this window. This is sheer drop for like 200 feet. Why do you goddamn mind? Look at the bison. I'm like, I can't look at the bison because we're gonna die. Okay. So in July of 2019, A nine-year-old girl is tossed in the air by a bull bison who decided to charge the group of people who were 10 feet away from him. 10 feet. 10 feet. It is said that the safest distance to observe a bison is 20 feet. So why your nine-year-old is next to a bison?
1: 20 feet is way too fucking close. 20 feet. I would say a highway away. I am safe from a place. zoo with a cage. That's what I would say. Boss <laughs> between me and him. We <laughs> saw bison over cross country. We were in the RV and they were on the other side of the highway. Like, oh, look, bison. Bison. Great.
0: <laughs> All the way over there. She was five feet away. Uh, July 6th of this year. Ooh. A 72-year-old 72, 72 woman, and I watched this video. Of course. And you. her husband. So it's this big grassy area you can park your RV in, but it's not your typical RV park. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, a parking spot. And you hang out shop. This bison is literally in the campground. There's two of them hanging out in the campground. There are signs everywhere. Do not approach the bison. You know, never approach a bison. Right. Yeah. So she and her husband. I don't in the need aer- a
1: sign to tell me not well, to approach a bison. apparently
0: many people do. So um, this, these bison are hanging out. They're munching. They're doing their thing. And they're very, you would, you're deceived by them because they just, they could kill less. Most of these animals could give a shit about you until you'd start getting in their business. Right. So she's ignoring all the warning signs. So as she's coming near this bison, she's trying to pet it. Oh my he's, God. He's stomping. He's snorting. People across the way are being interviewed. They're like, you could see the bison is agitated. Yeah. He's snorting. Every classic sign of get the hell away from me right. is there. So she ignores all of that. And the video ends with the bison turning around (gasps) and looking at her and charging. Flips her in the air, 20 feet, lands, goes back at her again, flips her again, lands. Somehow this dumbass lives through this attack. All right. When we were listening to our lovely little CD in the middle of the park, it was like, you know, enjoy the wildlife. But don't be like, you know, the Chang family who pulled over to take a picture in 1973 the whole family's out to look at the bison. The father took a horn right through his stomach. Gordham <gasps> killed him in front of his kids. Oh, God. These bison are enormous. Yes. And they are no joke. You are not going to win no. against a bison. No. Which I don't know what the difference between a bison and a buffalo is, but I'm sure somebody will tell me. So, well, if the bison aren't going to get you, the bears, the bears will. Mm. And you know how I love a good family mm-hmm. story. Okay, John Wallace john wallace he's a 59 year old grizzly expert how oh, close he is just like my boy up in alaska mm-hmm. and he's visiting Yellowstone. the park rangers they try to educate him on bear safety and he states quote that he did not to he he didn't need to hear that information unquote and <laughs> that he was a grizzly expert <laughs> they're trying to tell him don't hike alone bring your bear spray because most of the time, most almost every attack in this park is a mother in cups. Mm-hmm. Almost every single
1: one. Anywhere, I feel like that's... Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: they're, they're mama bears. They mm-hmm. ain't, going,
1: mm-hmm. ain't going to do it.
0: So he heads out on a hike alone without bear spray. Ugh. And even though signs say, don't hike alone and carry bear spray. Mm-hmm. Hikers find Mr. Wallace <gasps> on August of 20, 26th of 2011. Um, they found him on the Mary Mountain Trail. He was discovered and he was he had been partially consumed and then covered with debris, which is typical cachet behavior of a bear. Gonna save a little bit dessert. Okay. Um, an examination of his body shows bites on his hands, arms and backs, and it's thought that another that a mother grizzly was protecting her cubs and was responsible for the attack. Later in the year the same mother had attacked another group. And they wanted up putting her down. And there was, like, a fight. Like, we don't want to put her down. But they're like, she's been involved in two. Right. One, the other one was not fatal. She's been in two attacks. Like, she's got to go. Yeah. So since 1872, eight people have been killed by bears. Mm. And since 1979, 44 people were injured by grizzlies in the park. That's over 118 million visits in that time. Mm-hmm. And only 44 attacks. But right. basically, the reason these attacks are happening... And I think the whole reason the Yogi Bear and Boo Boo commercials came out, I mean cartoons came out, mm-hmm. people are feeding these yes. bears. And they're...
1: They're acting like they're attractions yes. at a zoo. You're in their home. Yes. People
0: don't realize these are wild animals. Mm-hmm. You do. Grizzly bears are not cute. Mm-hmm. They're not fun. The mm-hmm. black bears are not cute. They're not fun. Mm-hmm. If you feed them, they're going to look at you for the next meal. Mm-hmm. And so most of these people, I mean, again, when you, we were listening to the CD, they had been feeding the bears. They come back. The bears eat them in their tents. Yeah. Because yeah. that's definitely- You're a snack rat right. in a tent. Yeah. So um, Ugh. Yellowstone Ugh. was no goddamn joke. No. It's I want to go, but I don't want to go. I loved it, but if I go back, it has to be with no kids. <laughs> and I think we should do an honorable mention <laughs> okay. of the Cliffs of Moher. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Cliffs of Moher. It... I knew it was a bad sign when I went to the bathroom and every stall had the good- <gasps> the suicide! suicide.
1: Good Samaritan hotline <laughs> on the doors. I was like, what the... Fuck? I was literally scanning the whole cliff, watching. Like, is that person going to go towards yeah. the edge and jump? Yep. I don't want my kids to watch them commit suicide. Are they going to jump off the, of the cliff? watching people walk. These oh, cliffs. Like an inch from the edge of the, the cliff. The cliffs are more are,
0: I don't know, 8,000 feet high. Oh, a gazillion. Sheer yeah. drop to the bottom. Oh, my God. With updrafts, the wind is coming up so much from the, the ocean, ocean. That the waterfalls are going backwards. they backwards. literally backwards. Your, it has to be how many feet? I it mean, it was easy five hundred feet down in the ocean water. The it's wind is so strong rough. it's hitting you yes.
1: at the top of the cliffs. Yes.
0: It's and crazy. The people like it's wet, yeah, it's eroded, muddy, and everybody wants
1: to look at the edge. And literally, you can see the erosion. Yeah, it's it was rough. You could see where it's eroding off. Like you're like that whole part might drop terrified. Yeah,
0: and then because I'm morbid, we went to the cafeteria, and the poor little cashier. <laughs> I look at him and I said, "Uh, all right, I'm going to ask you a question. I want the dead honest truth. He's like, what? In his little Irish accent. I said, how many people a year go off the (laughs) cliffs? He's like, what? I said, how many people? How many people a year go off the cliffs? He's like, you really want to know? Yeah. I said, yeah. He goes, two a month. I said, two a month. He goes, two a month. I said, That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I said, do they find the bodies? He's like, sometimes. And he's like, but 90% of them, suicides. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine no. just going like, you've been waiting your whole life to go to the cliffs and, more, and then watch somebody, whoop, and then somebody takes a hat off I was
1: petrified it. the whole time someone was going to do that yep. in front of them. Yep. yep. I don't even know how you would explain that. No. What do you say? I, they
0: slipped. I think and I'd the say they water slipped. water at the bottom, let's just say you survived the cliffs. There's, you're not you're surviving, not surviving the, the ocean at the bottom of those no. cliffs. It's like violent. And they show you pictures from like the forties of people sitting on the very edges of the yep. cliffs. So I, I'm like, are they out of their goddamn mind? Yes. Crazy. So that's my honorable mention. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So enjoy the rest of the summer. <laughs> um, take a trip to a national park. Take a trip the to national, national park. treasures. Go to Lake Mead. It sounds like a great time. Just Wear a life jacket. Don't you. wear a life jacket. No, wear we a jump life off jackets. the cliffs and see what happens. Jump off the cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, please just be careful in your little RVs that you're parking at Walmart for ten bucks
1: for the night. It's free. It's free at Walmart. It's free at Walmart. I thought it was ten dollars. No, we parked there. All the time. Listen, I am so going to be country. that old couple
0: that we're like 100 years old and we're driving an RV that's the size of an 18-wheeler mm-hmm. up the road to the sun at Glacier. That's going to be me. And then we're going to pull in. We're going to back in to our RV spot. The little canopy's going to come mm-hmm. out. I'm going to put my little fold-up camp chairs in, a windsock on the canopy. Nice. And then two days later, I'm going to roll that shit up and I'm going to go the next park. That's going to be me.
1: I'm going to have well, all my elastic you can for free at Walmart along the way. Done. Done. And you go inside and you say, just so you know, we're parking in the lot and they keep an eye on you. Oh God. They keep an eye on you and you get murdered.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. Cause I mean, imagine the poor people who were parking at the Walmart and Lynn ugh. thinking it's a safe place. <laughs> no, yeah, that's no. not a good idea. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, anyway, summer's coming to close. I know we're still in the midst of this COVID nut job stuff my kids are staying home till october which means they're staying home till next september i hope to god my kids are actually you know my kids are staying home
1: i have a meeting in two nights i'm gonna have to go talk again i talked at one meeting i can't even believe that i was purple and i wanted to die and i laughed at something i said which wasn't if i even
0: had the option i would have been all over that if i knew my kids would be staying home till probably next year so anyway enjoy the rest of your summer Please. We're going to try to come up with some good stuff for September and October. I'm looking forward to Halloween. We've got some good shit for Halloween. Okay. All right. And um, that's it. You got any stories on anything we've talked about this uh-huh. summer? We'd love to hear them. Right I know now. one of you out there has a story about um, moose attacking you while you were camping. Something. Yeah. I want to hear it. Um, if you have any ideas for what you want to hear, give mm-hmm. us a shout. Somebody mm-hmm. told us about the organ donor episode. and We did that. Yeah. Um, we'd like to hear your feedback. Please email us or send us little comments. I like to read reviews. Mm-hmm. So send us some. She loves it. I really do. It makes me yeah. really excited. And then I text Laura. I'm like, Oh my God, we got a new review. <laughs> Who's this review from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, it's a rando. <laughs> so please, if you're a rando out there and you really don't personally know us, send us your reviews. Cause I like to hear them. They make me excited and I don't get much this, these days that no, make really me excited. Not. Take pity on me. Yeah. Um, And we will see you in two more weeks. Oh, in the fall. Yeah, it'll be crisp, crisp pumpkin spice weather.
1: (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.